Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us again. I'm Bob Siriani, the Chair and Program Director in the Department of Speech-Language Pathology at Salis University, and I'm so happy that you're joining us uh, to hear about one of our special programs. Uh, I think one of the really interesting things we get to do is expose students to the depth and breadth of the profession. And um, students certainly have pediatric experience before they get here, but it's typically more around like kids they grew up with or kids they babysat. And um, we, we did some reflections and found that we wanted to make sure that students know the variety of normal. And um, I've invited some of our students as well as our director of preschool programs to join me today to talk about um, our field experiences in um, the preschool setting. Uh, so, as always, I'm, I'm going to kick off today with having our participants introduce our, themselves. Um, let me know who you are and what class you're in, and, um, uh, and then we'll get into the questions. So, uh, Kim, I'm going to have you start for us. Hi, I'm Kim Edmonds, and I'm a clinical educator, and I primarily oversee uh, the Speech Language Institute's preschool practicum programs. Julia, you're up next. Hi, my name is Julia Sinelli. I am a second year SLP student here at Salas. Tori. Hi, I'm Tori Wagand, and I'm a first year SLP student at Salas. And Cole. And I am Cole Pajovic, and I am a first year student as well in the speech program. So um, I think I'll, I'll start with the students this afternoon. Um, uh, maybe you can share with us one reason why you chose to come to Salas. Um, Tori, we'll put you on the spot first. Okay, so my main reason why I chose to come to Salas was because of the clinical experience that we're offered in our first semester as soon as we get there, like within the first week, and we're given a variety of clients within the clinics as well as other placements that we can work within. Yeah, I would say for me during the interview process, I paid close attention to the dynamics of the faculty and the current students. And I really felt like the interactions with the faculty and the current students were very positive and supportive. And for me, that was something that I knew I needed in order to be successful within a graduate environment. And since Julia is moving into her graduation, um, I, I'm guessing you feel like we've accomplished that? Yes, 100%. Excellent. <laughs> All right, Kim, um, why don't you give us a little um, uh, background, a little history about the preschool program and the services we offer there? Sure. So our preschool program is a collaboration between the Speech Language Institute and a local preschool program in Jenkintown. It's called Immaculate Conception Preschool. We run an inclusive three-year-old classroom. So all of the children are between three and four years old. And since it's inclusive, that actually means the majority of the children in our classroom are typically developing kids. But we do also sometimes have children that are placed in our classroom, either because they've already been identified as having speech and language needs, or sometimes because they've been identified as at risk. So we really provide a comprehensive preschool curriculum but we have a very special focus on speech, language, early literacy, and social communication development. We also monitor the speech and language skills of our ch the children in our class very closely through screenings, and we provide referrals when necessary. 
So it sounds like the students get a pretty comprehensive hands-on experience when they're at um, the preschool. And I'm wondering if the students could talk to us a little bit about some of the projects they get to work on. Um, Tori, will you chime in for us? Yeah. So my favorite activity that I did with the kids was when the theme of the week was about being a friend. During the creativity and the language arts activity, I had each of the kids create like a little friendship cloud and the cloud had their name on it and the different pieces of like um, colored paper each had a quality about friendship that they felt that they valued. And some of their um, ideas that they came up with for a typical good friend were pretty funny. They were just talking about um, playing with Legos or not taking my juice box and the kids also got to draw themselves and like their friends or family and how they would um, incorporate those activities into different qualities of friendship and we just pretty much learned in our courses regarding social skills and how important it is to model good social interactions for these kids and how they develop strong language and communication skills through learning how to interact with peers and then practice your new language skills in different academic situations as their academic career goes on. Cole, can you think of a classroom activity that, that applied to your coursework? Yeah, I think one of my favorite activities was a table time activity we planned, which was around Christmas time. So I brought in brown paper bags and they made brown paper bag reindeer and I traced their hands uh, to make their antlers and it was just funny watching them like try to glue it all together and whatnot because some of them could not do it but and then I had them name their reindeer and talk about it and one named theirs marshmallow simply because she just had marshmallows at lunch and the other named hers after another student in the class which was funny but I think it related to what we were learning in our coursework because I remember when I started Kim was saying like the purpose of us there's to like expose the kids to as much language as possible and looking at it from like an early intervention um, perspective it's like critical um, in their language development process that the earlier we can acknowledge that a child may have a language disorder and the earlier those services are delivered the more likely the children are develop the effective communication and language skills to achieve successful learning outcomes. Sounds like almost like fun, not learning. I, I don't, I'm confused by this. Um, so I, I do think the fun though has a lot of purpose. And um, Kim, if maybe you can talk to like the overarching experiences, how they prepare students for externships and their professional lives. Absolutely. I, I do want to say we do have a lot of fun in our preschool programs. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Everything we do is clay-based. Um, and I think the great advantage of this program is that it does give our graduate students exposure to the full range of what speech and language development looks like in young children. So we get to see the whole range of typical development, as well as, you know, some children that do also have speech and language disorders. So the students get a lot of exposure to that. They get a lot of practice with embedding speech and language skills in just routine activities and fun play-based activities in the classroom. I also think another advantage of this program um, and especially having this experience as a first year student is that you get experience working with children in groups. 
which, you know, as a former school-based SLP is definitely the norm for many of us. So I think getting that experience, learning how to manage children, both in a small group and in a large group is really valuable for preparing students. We're going to do a fact check here. So Julia, you're doing your externships. Have this, has this been your experience? Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with that. Little Max was great for learning how to manage a group session. And also like what Kim was saying, um, seeing a wide variety of kiddos, whether typical developing or having speech and language delays, um, really helped my diagnostic skills as a extern, a clinical extern, because, you know, we learn in class how it's a lot more than just a standardized test. You know, it's important to be able to evaluate a child within his or her daily environment. And little Max really, with the range of students, gave me the ability to do that and to see that. That's so great. I, I, you know, I, um, I really want to give Kim kudos because I think we sort of gave her a nugget of an idea and she grew it into this, this really amazing experience for our students. Um, and I, and I want our students to sort of reflect, like, if you had advice to somebody who's looking to come to a graduate school, whether it be Salus or another, um, a school, what, what, suggestion would you give them in thinking about applying to a program? Cole, do you want to start us off? Yeah, I would say I think it's important to come in with an open mind. Um, like you may be dead certain that you want to work with like a certain population, but you're really not going to know until you get to start interacting with those clients and the clinical like and then ultimately your externship. And I'd say it's important to volunteer like any opportunities that SALS or your school offers to go out in the community and get engaged, I think is important. And uh, it's like three things, but be receptive to like constructive criticism and like what your clinical educators have to offer because you are a student and you're gonna mess up. But if you take what they say and like be positive about it, then I think that's good. Yeah, I would just say get in contact with the faculty and see how you'd fit. Um, and so they can see how you'd fit because for me, I know personally, a lot of it was about being comfortable in my environment. Like Cole said, you're going to experience a lot of things like constructive criticism, and you need to make sure that you're in an environment where you really trust who you're working with, and you really feel comfortable to mess up and, and learn. So that'd be my advice. Great. Uh, well, I want to thank uh, the four of you for joining me this afternoon. I hope that our listeners really um, learned something about the unique way that we approach educating graduate students in our program. If this has intrigued you and you have questions, uh, you can certainly reach out to me. My email is r-s-e-r-i-a-n-n-i at salas.edu. Or you can find more information about the program on our website, www.salus.edu, and look for information about the program or the clinic. Um, until next time, I look forward to um, hearing your questions and concerns. And uh, thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>